0: So welcome, welcome, welcome to Let's Talk to the Gales and Dean Podcast. I'm your boy the Insane, Insane, Mr. Dean, with a special guest filling in for Mr. Gales tonight, my guy. Mr. Who That himself. What's up, what's up, studio? World? Paco, man. How you doing, my brother? Man, I'm doing all
1: right. It's been uh it's been a journey this year. What about yourself?
0: Man, you already know, man, a journey and a half, man. You got to come down there to the city and you know, uh, do a couple of shows with you. Uh, you filled in for me one week and filling in for Mr. Gales, who's a little bit on the weather this week, man. We appreciate when you when you're available to do that for us, man.
1: Oh yeah, of course, of course,
0: for yeah, sure, man. man. Yeah, so man, look, we are gonna get this right off because you know the topic of our the uh, topic of our show today is value of friendship and what you think about uh our buddy Mr. Hope getting on the staff this Spring here. Okay,
1: a little backstory. Jason Hoth was the quarterback for Spring Hill when we were playing football. It was um he was a great quarterback. I liked Hoth, you know what I mean? No matter what somebody felt this or that. Hoth was a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's like a, it's like when Spider Man came home from from the Sony universe to the Marvel universe. You know what I'm saying? Spider Man coming yeah. home, that's Hoth coming home to Spring Hill. He, uh, yeah, he was let go from Central and now he is at Spring Hill. So yeah. I, that's how and I feel. I think it's a great thing.
0: To me, man, I think it's I think it's five or six years past due. Um, it's crazy to me how you could be alumni at, at Spring Hill and did the uh great things that he did. Um them four year runs, well the three year run me and you have with him because he's a year ahead of us with some great years. Um he he put us on the map, you know. He made a name for himself, and, and don't even get don't even get looked at to get hired by his alma mater. That's just crazy to me. And now you you know uh, Columbia let him go, and now you want to pick him up. So I wish him nothing but the best. Right. Um, I even posted it that it was five years too late. He should have been there. Uh, you know, hopefully something bigger come out of this. Uh, don't Absolutely. know if his boy is gonna transfer and play ball a bit, but that, that's a good pickup for him. He should have been there five years ago, man. Oh, of course. Um, all the props to you hope, man. You know, we all rate a nation to the, the day we die. So we got you back. We rooting for you, man. So
1: let me ask you this. Who is the head coach there currently? Uh Ben Martin. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. What was that? All
0: right. <laughs> I I could go in I can go in on these last two coaches they had, but I ain't even go I ain't gonna do it. Don't do it. Did I agree? Oh, uh, did I agree with either one of the hires? Probably not. Like I said, um you look look what Hope did at Central. Um, you know, he took over for uh, he took over for Coach Stone, which took over for Coach Blue. Um, coach Blue was a good coach at Central, won a state championship on them. Uh Coach Stone got him back to the state championship. If I ain't mistaken, I think Jason got him to the state championship, but they lost. But he had revelously every year, you know, his his record was good every year. Right, right. So even when he was down in Mount Pleasant, he turned Mount Pleasant around. So when the other coach came in and, and uh, you know took their job, Jason already had a ready-made team down there in Mount Pleasant. Right. So you telling me this guy is that good? You know why? Why did he have to take the Mount Pleasant job before he got the Spring Hill job? Why was he not offered the Spring Hill job before Mount Pleasant? Because that would have been in that time. Um, it just it's crazy to me, man. You one of your one of your best quarterbacks in school history because uh to me uh bernard Oden jug is the best quarterback course, in spring yeah. hill history but um right behind him is jason to me uh for quarterbacks uh so how do you not even call him and interview him to come up there and get a job and you know at his mind? you know right. our town rivals because uh, mount pleasant was a crosstown rival back in the day with spring hill
2: uh-huh. and then
0: our rival rival columbia he gets jobs at both of those schools but then you want to wait you know five to eight years down the road now you want to bring him up there as an assistant i i just don't get it i don't i don't get the (laughs) the administration of murray county they really never made no sense to me about stuff they do i can say that now because we out of school um hell i can say it back then you you know how it was man like just for us being in spring hill we, we up at Spring Hill, we're playing in the class 4A when we should have been in the 3A. We was out man every Friday night. they right there. I never did like that. So good. I ain't never understood the administration in Murray County. Um, I still say it's five years too late. He should have been there and had the head coaching job up there to me, but I'm glad that he on the staff. And I, I know that he's going to turn those young men around. Uh, Jason is a motivator. He's a hard worker. Was a damn good football player. Right. Um, his great, great parents. Mr. Holmes, Ms. Holmes, love them to death. They used to welcome us over there like we was uh, other kids over there all the time. You know, we was over there together. So, man, uh, I'm rooting for you. Uh, I hope the boys transfer up there. And uh, now that you're up there, let's see that let's see that maroon and white go ahead and beat uh, Columbia again. Right, right.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited. I think it's uh, it's always interesting to see a hometown hero come back home. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like for Columbia, you know, when Shaq comes back here and yeah. get, does his stuff, I love to see that stuff. That's that's the fruit of our labor here in the town. It you know is. what
0: I'm saying? It is. And, man, speaking of Shaq, man, you can't, you can't think of a, a more humble, humble person. Right. You know, you're, you're in the NFL, and that guy will come back to Columbia like just a regular dude. Right, right. You You see him, you see him out, he don't hesitate to speak. He don't hesitate to get an autograph. If a kid ever walk up want an autograph, he give it to him. He gives back. He do his camps. And I I hope some of these young upcoming players from Murray County look at him and see how he carry himself with tip-top class. Because, you know, just like I do, a lot of guys who make pro, they don't carry themselves like that. They wouldn't come back to no small town of Columbia, Tennessee, and do the stuff that he do. And he comes back a lot. Like he, he would come you know and and just be there during this off season. Yeah. So man, I take my hat off to Shack man. Um, he does free mom, camps for the kids. Yeah. Free camp man. His mom is one of the greatest persons that you can meet. So you know I mean uh I, I'm I'm rooting in his corner too. I ain't no Patriot fan but I'm a Shack fan.
2: Yeah. Right,
0: and um right. he's a very humble guy man and uh that's what I, we want to see more kids come out of Murray County and be another Shack. Well don't really be you ain't got to be another Shack just be yourself just make it out of murray county and make it to that big stage and there's some talent down there that can do it there's some talent down there that can do it
1: yeah so um one thing we need to do before we go any further is uh let's go ahead and hit that intro
2: let's get it
0: Yo, we're back with the Let's Talk with Gales and Dean podcast. I'm your boy, the Insane Mr. Dean. Filling in for Mr. Gales tonight is my guy, Mr. Who That Podcast himself, Mr. Paco. <laughs> What's going on?
1: Look, I'm not even groomed for this. Like, I should have shaved. <laughs> I ain't even groomed for it, man. So, <laughs>
0: Hey, man, look it look at It don't matter, man. Look. Hey, it don't matter. You showed up and you're ready to show out. That's all that matters, man. Oh, of course. So going in, man, what, what our topic is tonight is about uh, valuing our friendships, man. Um, me and you have been friends since sixth grade, man. And, and I, you know, sixth grade, I think, well, we were about 12 or 13 years old when we first met. Uh, our dads were real good friends. And, you know, th- this is a friendship that I value a lot because now we're in our 30s. I'm 36 so you right there with me, 35, 36. Right, right. Long-time friends, you know, kind of lost connection with each other for a little period of time. Nothing personal. Well, it just, hold on. Let
1: me let me stop you right there. Now, yeah. the way that works is we all have to focus on inner time to, you know, go ahead and, and, and build your family and build your life. You can't do mm-hmm. that out there with your friends all day. People got to realize that. When, they, right. when everything gets settled in, that's when everybody comes back together and they get to tell right. the tales of their adventures, you know?
0: Yep. And, you know, it's funny you say that because all of us that grew up together uh, me, you, uh, gals, uh, who else can I think? I man, just anybody who we all grew up with. We all got families now. Well, we all got kids. And, like you said, man, you had to build that first. Now, in our 30s, some of us closer to forty, me. <laughs> like you said, we were able to come together and talk about all the crazy adventures and stuff that we did, man. And to look back, you know, when when me, you and German, when me and German, when we was down there, you know, we was over there talking to you every day, man. we reppeling this so much of all the stuff that we did from that age of twelve through through teenage year through the mid twenty years when we were still kicking it hard. Man, that's that's just memories that you won't forget. And that like you, you gotta value stuff like that, especially nowadays. Because man, we're telling more people RIP than how you doing. You know what right. I'm saying. So, and I don't mean it in a bad way. You just don't. You never know when it's too late. So, right. for close friends, acquaintances that you were close with, man, like you said, if you're established now, you know you got your stuff taken care of. Man, reach out to them, man. Just reminisce on stuff. Just talk and stuff, cause man you don't want it to be too late and then you be like well i should have reached out you know yeah. but like hold on
1: negativity
0: and you yeah know I mean? oh i hate that
1: guy he, he dated somebody i dated in the eighth grade you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 like yeah, yeah, that stuff is a mess
0: bro yeah man and then you know and hey it's just, and it's i'm glad you said that because i've i've, I've got to point the finger at myself I I used to, you know better, but I would hold on to a grudge for so damn long.
2: <laughs>
0: Dude, I mean, I I would like people. I done got a little better. I still call people out, but it's a little better than what I used to be.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But like you said, if it's something that happened 15, 20 years ago, man, let it go, man. Especially if, if we were cool. You just can't keep holding that grudge. Especially in today's time, man. You don't never know when you're going to look on a Facebook post or get that phone call with somebody close to you or something, you might not be here no more. And you just don't want that holding over your head that, man, he or she left without us making amends. Cause that'll bother you, man. Right? Like, so like the time that I got to hang with you and Jeremy when I was down there in Columbia, man, that was that was that was fun, man. That was yes. uh, that brought back some memories. <laughs> Me and Derby still talk about it. I'm like, man, you know, that's that's the most we've been around Paco. Since I believe we was in high school, like physically around each other, because yeah. you know, he lived in New Mexico, I live out here in Missouri. And you live there, so that that was like the first time in a while, man. So that's 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 stuff like that I value, man, and just friendships that I've built over years, man, and um, like me and my, you know, Jeremy Brown, me and Black, we talked today, man. I just called him out the blue, man. He was like.
2: He was like, man, what you got
0: for What you got funny to say? I really didn't have nothing funny to say. It's just I hadn't talked to him in a while. So, you right. know what I'm saying? that one of my boys. Of course, my cousin, uh, Untamed. Shout out to Untamed Fitness, man. they he my cousin. Here. He they type like-
1: comments. Uh, Tame said, uh, you still like that. Jeremy Brown said, you still holding on to them grudges.
2: hold on
0: to them grudges. Hey, you know what? I'll take that down back. I'll take that back. Since them two made that comment, you damn right. I hold on to one grudge, and this is a big grudge. And we talked about it when we when I was at home. So you know, we all be playing in them uh, men's league, right? We play We play in the men's league basketball. Uh-huh. Okay. They got a team called them Give Them Thirty, and if you tune into my show, you've heard me talk about them a couple of times. I do it all the time. Do you know my real beef with that team? What is it? It ain't the team itself. It's them. It's. It's Jeremy Brown, untamed my cousin, Derek Walker, and Jamarcus McKnight had a meeting, okay, among themselves. They needed another, they were trying to add some players because some of the veterans were leaving. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I play ball, I play ball with these dudes all the time. I play ball with them. They know how I play. They know how I play. All right. I ain't bad. I'm not a bad you will never hear me say I'm a bad basketball player, football player. Okay. They had a meeting. They were going on with people they should pick up. I think it was about three of us. My name came up. Mind you, me, Jeremy Tane, and D-Walk, and Jamarcus, were like, you know, we, we, we were together out, out of the seven-day week. We were around each other at least four or five times.
2: Right. So we're,
0: this, this is a close group. Right. I wouldn't have cared if this wasn't no close group. This is a close group. So they coming up with the decision to see who going to make the team. They went through everybody. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? They did their little observations.
2: Uh-huh.
0: They came to me. <laughs> they didn't come to me. I just found this out not too long ago. Okay. okay. They didn't come to me. But they picked somebody that's soft. Soft. <laughs> <laughs> you know? They picked they not pick their homeboy. They picked somebody that I, you know, I mean, he's a good basketball player and stuff, but
2: you ain't
0: going to get that same intensity that you can get from me. They picked him over me. And like I said, I wouldn't have cared if it was anybody else. If you didn't want to pick me, that's fine. I'll go play on the team. But with it being those four dudes that I'm close to, I'm like, hell, these niggas really don't value me. They, they really didn't value me. They got all the stuff. You see how your family do
2: you? You
0: see how your family do you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Said it, he really didn't say nothing. Okay. But he was there to meet though. So he just guilty. I still love you. But you were there to meet so he's just guilty. But that's why every time, if I play against black Jamal, or D Wall, I go the, or if I play against Gibbon 30, I give him my all. Still at this right. age I'm in now, because I've always been pissed off about that. And you're damn right, I still hold the grudge on But I still love you. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: Wow. So for our for our viewers, what, what do you got lined up for them today? Let's get let's get on track.
0: Oh man, we you know we're going to uh, we're going to our tropics, man, which is uh what's trending this week. And you already know what's trending, people. The Milwaukee Bucks did the unthinkable and won the NBA championship, man. Giannis put on a performance of a lifetime. I don't think people can really criticize that guy no more. You got to love what he did in that game last night. He was not going to walk off the court without them winning. He gave it his all. and When I mean his all, see yeah, how that guy was standing up after that game because he played so hard. Every time Phoenix would make a run, Giannis would quiet him down because Holiday didn't really play that good last night. Milton uh, Millington didn't really play that good last night. It was Giannis, man. And, um, and Bobby Porter came up. Bobby Porter's he gave him 18 and that was that was big. But I take my hat off to the Greek freak Giannis man. He is well deserved. Twenty-six years old. I think he finished the game 50 points, six blocks, fourteen rebounds, and mm-hmm. a closeout game. And man, he deserved it, man. Um you can't say much about him now. I still take my hats off to Phoenix Sun.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh Chris Paul. Chris Paul will be a top five, he is a top five, top five point guard of all time. You know, to to go to that team and lead them all the way to the NBA championship, mm-hmm. a young team like that, man, you can't say nothing else about them. And, and they'll be back. I'm not going to say they'll be back next year, but they'll be back. You know, right. Devin Booker is a young gun, DeAndre Ayton is a beast. So they'll be back. Mm-hmm. It all depends on what Chris Paul do in free agency. Um, is he going to stay? Is he going to go? It's talk, It talks about him. The Lakers are already looking at him. So that's what it go off of. But you can't. People said the NBA Finals wasn't going to be good because it didn't have the Lakers and the Nets, and this was a pretty good series. This was a pretty good NBA Finals. Um,
2: I was. You happy, ain't got to. I ain't was happy have the for the star fans, stars.
1: for the for the Suns fans, you know what I mean, and the Bucks fans too. But I was more happy for the Suns fans. You know they. I think I hate to see a team sit in the dark for too long. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I was really yeah. happy for the Suns fans. Um, yeah. I just and that's what, what helps build that that franchise. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like like our predators tickets here. What before the Pred, preds went, like you could get some predators tickets for dirt cheap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now
0: yeah. they high, they high. You know they are. And and think about this, uh, Paco. Phoenix is a big market because Phoenix is a, you know a big city. Milwaukee is not a big market. Right. So I was listening to 104.5 this morning. I listen to them every every day, man. Uh, J. Mar and Ramon, man. Shout out to those guys. That if you, if you live in Tennessee, you want to listen to a sports talk show in the morning time, those two do do a great job. I listen to them every morning. But they were talking about, I wonder now if the city of Nashville looking at the, their district last night and asking themselves how it would feel to do that. Because, like and what I mean what, by more of saying that, Milwaukee is not a big market team, but they just won the NBA championship, and right. you've seen how they made that city go. Okay, when we made when the Titans made the run to the Super Bowl of the year with Steve McNair and George, you've seen how wild how the city was. Okay, when we just made that re- run a couple of years ago, and we lost to the uh, the Chiefs. The city was ready. You know they was there, and then the draft came. The, the Tennessee turned out for the draft. Oh yeah. Nashville put on a show. People so just still think talking about, about that. It. Still talking about. It. So just think about if, if the Titans, we can go out there and win a Super Bowl, how long they will be talking about, man. Because yeah. they still talk about that draft, man. That I mean, to the point they even talk about they might bring the draft back to Nashville a couple of years. Oh
2: yeah. Because
0: they showed out. And I mean, they put on a good show, no trouble. Downtown was lit for three or four damn days. Right. So, absolutely. Just think about it: the Titans would go out and win a Super Bowl. What it would be like, okay. man? The feeling, the feeling would just be great, man. Yeah, the PSLs or great. fill all the way up. Yeah, yeah, man. But man, you know, I, I take my hat off to Giannis, man, and the Bucks, because um, you know them guys were down oh two, I think, in every series they played, and came back and won every last one of. Mm-hmm. To the point, Giannis looked like he tore his ACL and come back and do this, and right. he's a humble guy, man. And he's young. He got a couple more of these in it. Depending on how the team goes, you know, how NBA switch teams and stuff. But he had a chance to leave and go join a super team, and he stayed. Right. That's, that's dedication, and he's seen something within that team and his coach. Said, no, I'm going to stay, and I'm going to bring my city a championship. And he delivered. So you cannot hate that. So let me Can't
1: ask you... And this was this was why I stopped following a lot of basketball. You know, you got these super teams and stuff. What was the? What do you think the transitional point was for this? To uh, you know, when the game changed to that, where it was just everybody trying to build a '93 Chicago Bulls.
2: Uh
0: you know, you know, I'm gonna take a lot of flack with this. Okay. What I'm gonna say, because I got a lot of I got a lot of Bron lovers out there. let I'm a braun hater. So whatever. Hey, I think it started before Braun, but keep going. It started, and you're right. So I ain't going to put it all on Braun. I'm not going to put it all on Bron. All on Bron. Mm-hmm. But you can almost put it on the Boston Celtics when Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett went to join Paul Peer. Right, Was it
1: that was Shaq was, there then,
0: or no? No, Shaq went there. But that was the start of building the super team, and then Bron just took it over the booth when he did it, how he right. did it. But I – I can't put it, even though I'm not a Bron fan, I can't put it on Bron. This started with the Boston Celtics. Uh-huh. When they went out and picked up Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett to come in and play with Rondo, who was rising. Rondo would never be a superstar, but he's a good basketball player. So he was right. coming up. But Paul Pierce was a superstar. Right. That's when it started right there. You know, because Kobe, Kobe never left. Kobe never left the Lakers. And after Shaq came and joined Kobe, really no other big names. I mean, they went and picked up the White House because they thought what the White House was going to be, He mm-hmm. really wasn't. So, right. you know, Kobe didn't leave and go join the super team. Nobody came there. So it really started, to me, the right way. And I can't put it all on LeBron this time. I think it started with that Celtics team. Uh-huh. But after that, it just took off. Right. But then you, then you had the Heat. You know what I'm saying? And then after the Heat, but you can't say San Antonio was a Super Team because they built their team from the ground up. You know, right. they built a team up. But then, you know, uh, my team, the Warriors, hey, they went and got kicked. But who the hell? Who could blame them? If you could go get Kevin Durant, I go get him too. But right. they did. You know, it's been it's been a couple of teams. Uh, Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan with the Clippers. That didn't pan out, but that was a super, that was a Super Team.
2: Right. You know,
0: it didn't pan out, but that was a Super Team. So. It's only gonna get worse. Um I don't see it changing. I, I don't know though. Because how do you how do you think y- it impacted
1: the league as a whole? You think it hurt it or helped it doing this?
0: Um uh, kind of hurt it. Yeah. Because because like the, the level of competition is think about think about them years the Warriors was when they were the top team. Mm-hmm. And you look at them games, when they when they went and added Kevin Durant. Because, but they were still good when they did it. But when they went and added the rent, I mean, I would watch it because I jumped on the bandwagon. That's what Black says. He says I jumped on the bandwagon. I don't care. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a Curry, I'm a Curry fan, so I'm a root for it. But they were blowing people out. But it was musty TV because it was the way how they were blowing people out. Right. You know. So it made it fun to watch, but you knew when they made it to the finals, I don't care who LeBron had, you knew the Warriors were going to win. Right, I mean, right. think about it. You had Curry, Thompson, uh, Durant, and Draymond. Uh-huh. How do you beat that? Right. Especially if they all own. Now, Draymond, he's he not going to give you too much scoring. I'm talking about Draymond in the sense of his knowledge, his defense, how you can run the team. But all the three I named, Thompson, Curry, Durant. If they own, how are you going to beat them? Right, right. Who, who can you double off of? You know Tame I mean? said Clippers was
1: not a super team fam. They were a super team. <laughs>
0: they to 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 everybody on the outside, look I can see what he's saying, mm-hmm. but they came together for a big three that thought they made a super team. You know? Right, right, right. Um so I guess you I guess you're right, cousin. They weren't a super team, but they was right there to be a super team. Right. But right. Miami, super team. Warriors, super team. Um shit. Uh, the Celtics with KG and all their super yeah. team. You know, but I, I've also seen some back in the day when they said it was the Houston Rockets because they had Clyde glide Hakeem Olajuwon, and um, uh, the, Kennedy Jet. They yeah, had Kennedy yeah. the Jet. So, you know, some people say it go all the way back then. So everybody got their own opinions on when it started,
2: mm-hmm. but
0: it, it's just like trying to get out of hand now because you look at all the players who they try to get, you know, like, at one point in time, they were trying, the Lakers were trying to get uh, Kawhi to come with LeBron, and they were going out to another superstar. I nice. mean, stuff like that, you know. And um, now, you know, they're looking at getting Chris Paul. You can't really say if they get Chris Paul, it will be a super team because of their age. Uh, LeBron 36, 37, Chris Paul same way. But it would still be LeBron, AD, Chris Paul. Right. that might as well be a super team because it's going to be hard to beat them. If, if Damian Little if this happened, if they make that trade for Damian Little and Kyrie, you'll have um, uh, Harden, and Durant. That's a super team. Right. You know, so who knows, man? Um, I, I think it did kind of hurt the league, but it's fun to watch also because when, when LeBron was on those Miami teams, mm-hmm. I love to hate those Miami teams. And a big part of the LeBron with it. Right, I'm liking right. it whatever team I'm it I'm whatever team LeBron is on, because I'm just not a fan of him on the court. So it, it makes much watch TV because you want to watch that team so much because you want them to lose. So you're right. gonna tune in and watch. Well, so America, I guess you could say
1: it hurt all made the league. America as a whole embraces their villains now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're right. Like, you're think right. about it. We're in a time and age where like like villains get their own TV shows now. You know, like, it used to be hated and, oh, I love the hero. But now the heroes are the byproducts and the best movies and stuff. So even NBA, they have to write a narrative for who the bad guys are. That Miami yeah. team was the NWO of the NFL. You remember You remember yeah. Hulk Hogan and then was the NWO? Yeah. And that's what yeah. that was. Even though they didn't come out and say it, that's how that narrative was played out, you
0: know? Yeah. It's crazy, it, you know, and it, it's crazy you say that, man, because so you know, you know the the, the Bill Cosby thing. Oh, I, I was I was gonna chime in on that next. Okay,
2: okay, okay. So you know,
0: we we all know Bill Cosby got and now he's this. You go from being America's dad, okay, right, to the biggest villain in America to yeah. some people, not to me, but to some people, because we don't really know what happened.
1: Right. Um. Let's hold on. Let me set this record real quick too. Okay, a lot of people yeah. think Bill Cosby got off. Bill Cosby didn't get off. He had already struck a deal, and they prosecuted mm-hmm. him after he had already struck a deal with the other prosecution. Okay, so he had yeah. already struck a deal, and basically that was almost like double jeopardy. Okay. Yeah. Now, you know, I don't know if what happened, what happened, whatever. I ain't here to vouch for that. You know. That was yeah. Yeah. Sh- we don't know. That was almost before I was born, but yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to think this man sat in jail on something he had already struck a plea deal. A plea deal on that's like that's like me striking a deal with you, you know, for your your theft charge, and then turn around and after the deal is done, and being like, oh yeah, by the way, I need to bring you to jail for that theft charge. And you're like, wait a minute, we already struck this deal, you know? Yeah. So that's that's the Cosby thing. People don't. You know, they're like, oh, Cosby got off. Cosby did not got off. He he got out. He definitely he got, got out. out. But he had already he struck off. a deal. So anyways, you, go ahead. Let's continue.
0: Well, you know, and you're right. He got he, he got out, but he didn't get off because they don't tell how much money this man gonna have to pay out oh, to 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 the victims, to the families. You know, they ain't going to talk about all that. No, you know. And who's to say when he went to prison? The deal wasn't already struck that he knew when he was getting out, but it came to a surprise. They made it to a big surprise to us right. on the outside looking in. Right. But he probably knew, and I'm not saying it, I don't know, but I'm just saying, you know how they work behind closed doors. He okay. probably already knew what day, what time he was getting out. But they, they were like, we're going to keep it under the rug, and we're going to make everybody be like, oh, a surprise when it happened. You know, right. You know. so man, the best to him, I don't know. Like you said, all this shit happened way before we even born. So I, I ain't going to say he did. I ain't going to say he didn't. I don't know. I really, I really don't care, to be honest right, right. with you. It's mean. The memes, though, when he would get when he got out, there was some funny-ass memes, which Kyle Newland came and be hard on Because it was a meme of him, said, Bill Cosby's fresh out. And he played in a movie called Uptown Saturday Night, years ago, with um, Sidney Poitier. And they had yeah, him walking I mean, out. They're really they Hart in the is
1: re-making film. that film right now. But go ahead.
0: Are you
2: serious?
1: Yeah, they're remaking it.
0: Oh, well, that's going to be funny. Anyway, they had a meme of him walking, like, when he walked through the club, but he had on one of them crazy-ass suits, you know, they used to wear back in the 60s and 70s. Right. And I just laughed at it. And Newland went in on me. I don't condone people who do the stuff he did. I said, I'm not condoning it, idiot. I said, I'm laughing at the meme, him walking in. Like, right. you get some people Some people just bored, and they just sit at home and find <laughs> shit and try to try to get on the internet and try to come at you. Or you know me or you or whoever else because they ain't got enough better to do with their life, and and that that was my response. Yeah, I was like I'm like you bored, ain't you? And I just kept it going. Yeah. But you know, it is what it is, man. Like you said, we villains nowadays are made superstars. Yeah. You know, you go out and you become a villain, you're a superstar. If you're just a regular ordinary guy, they're not even going. They're not even going to deal with you, man. No, they're not They don't want you to be
1: a stable, level-headed person. You either the bad guy, or you're boring, you know? Yeah. yeah. You know, you're either talking and reckless. People, they like, in America, like they really like people just to talk reckless, you know? Just just pure, yeah. just whatever. No fact-checking, just headline reading, you know? We all get baited into some of that stuff, but like, yeah. we don't hold a position of power to control people. You know, we can't we tell don't. people to storm the Capitol.
0: You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> so, hell no. <laughs> we... We we know what that was wrong. Yeah.
1: So like, <laughs> and, it's
0: it's
1: and, and, crazy. It's crazy. But I mean,
0: that's that's American nowadays. That's American. That's American. And and another guy that became uh, a villain, but he was a smart villain, because this guy talked him himself into being a millionaire, and his sons. And that's LaBar Ball. Oh yeah, Labar. Lavar Ball made his sons villains before they even touched lead. But Le- if you think about what Lavar Ball did, it was very smart. Lavar Le- Ball networked his sons and himself to the point he ain't got to work hard ever again in his life. Right. And he did- He knew what he was doing. Half the stuff Lavar Ball was saying, like you said, he was speaking outside of the thing. He was doing it yeah. on purpose. He was doing it to get publicity, and he got it. And look at all the endorsements that he got. That was smart. Yeah. A lot of people don't like LaBarba. I like him. I think he's funny as hell. And he's smart. The guy is smart, you know? Because his boys, uh, uh LaMelo, Le- 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 uh, Lonzo, I don't really talk about the other But them two, they good kids. They they don't they don't come on the court talking. They they play their game, they laid back. They dad made them a villain and made a target on their back. Oh yeah. But he ne- he networked them and he networked his seven, then he networked his seven to being a billionaire. That's, squeaky, that's what he did. Squeaky
1: wheel gets the oil. Yeah, and
0: yeah. you know, like I said, he he took a lot of flack for that. To sell a lot of people don't like Levar Ball, but Levar Ball really ain't a bad person. He's just a smart man. You know, he's just a smart guy. Because if you look at YouTube or something, now you got a lot of dads trying to trying to imitate what he did, mm-hmm. but they can't do it no. because that guy was smart the way he did. You know, he's very smart the way he did. He got him on TV. He got himself on. I seen LeBon Ball on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. He got on the uh Jimmy Kimmel show.
2: Yeah.
0: He got on Undisputed Sports Center. And you know this is this is before this, this he was doing this shit like right as Lonzo was a, a rookie. Mhm. You know Lonzo hadn't even made a name for himself yet. Right. So he just networked and it worked. Yeah. How can you be mad at it? I'm not mad at it. They um I remember I
1: remember Coming up, and I didn't even. I'm gonna be honest with you. When he was, I didn't even know who Lavar Ball was, and it it made me go do research. You know what I mean? So then I knew yeah. about him, and I'm like, man, this Squeaky Wheel is really getting the oil right now.
0: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I'm like, you. I didn't know who he was, man. He he played he played up, uh, and I went back and did some research. He played on the practice squad for the Carolina Panthers. A lot of people don't even know that. Like, oh, he, wow. he, he He was a foot, yeah. He was a football player. Hmm. Um, he, played, he played on he played on practice squad with them for a couple of years, but you know, so I guess How I guess is you say he had line he, and
1: stuff doing that big baller brand and stuff.
0: I, I don't know. I don't
1: that's know. That's a good question. That's a good question. But here's the thing, I, we do know the name. And we do know the name.
0: You do know the name. You and just think name. about it. When he when he when he was first putting them shoes out, look at the celebrities that were buying shoes. Uh yeah. Jay Z, Kanye's, um, uh, I think Alex Rodriguez, like it's some of your biggest name in sports and entertainment, was buying shoes. Yeah. So you got that following too. So he just he networked and he did his smart way. But he became a villain, and on top of that, his boys became a villain because of it. But
1: Look yeah. at them now; they all
0: sitting good. All They're sitting, all sitting good. good.
1: Take that flack for a couple of years and uh, and keep on moving. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, that's just like us. That's just like us doing this these podcasts. It might be some shit that we say on the show every now and then, ours and yours. Uh, hell, Jasmine T-Talks. Shout out to Jasmine. She's doing big things.
2: Yeah.
0: She's doing big things, man. And I, I, I love what she's doing, and I hope she make it. But it might be some stuff that, you know, we say and people don't, disagree, don't, don't agree with it, and now we feel it because of what we – and we're a small market. Yeah, But that, that right there can blow you up, you know? So, I mean – it is what it is. We you'll never be able to satisfy everybody. That's not gonna happen. You're always gonna have somebody out there not like what you do or say. Exactly. So
2: when
0: people finally get over that hump and really just don't give a damn no more, then you'll be all right. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. And, and let me let me say this too. Like, just being uh, African American, just being black, you know, whatever you want mm-hmm. to identify as in America. Um, you have your own hurdles to get over and it's not even like a racial hurdle like just that, but it's people that naturally have a hate for progress. So like yeah. like when our show the Who That Podcast hit, we had like groups of people that were like giving us real heavy backlash. They were like, Oh, they cursed on the internet, you know, like you're on Facebook. If you, you gotta have a tough skin to be here anyway.
2: Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah.
1: And, but we caught so much flack from like hate groups and stuff where they were working as like normal regular people. But yeah. but then when you go and look into do a little history into them, you can see oh here's your confederacy confederacy stuff here's your you know what I mean like hate groups mm-hmm. working to bring your own brand down, leaving negative reviews like like yeah. ten out of the blue negative reviews with no comments and all anonymous and they're just work it's so many levels to this so you know just trying to get a platform off the ground and get it, like okay I looked up a uh, uh, the, big, well, the big Baller brand, um, mm-hmm. and in 2021, they were worth four million, which isn't terrible, you know. That's not Nike, but it isn't terrible. Yeah. But terrible. okay, to flip it in 2018, big brawler brand was given an F grade by the Better Business Bureau. Now, why said, you take that song? Yeah, like I, I understand that flag, man. I was. As, as somebody who does producing, like we we had we would get like all around video, different websites, different streaming sites, we'd get like twenty thousand hits a month. And we yeah. couldn't generate anything because the, 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 the people holding the keys did not like this was a pro black platform. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. our value was was misrepresented by mm-hmm. people holding the keys to the doors you know so that's hey, hey, you gotta hey. consider yeah his brand is worth four million but it got an f better business rating like you know i don't know
0: and like like you said man that you got the people who hold in the keys to unlock that door they right. stick it in but if they don't like you they're not turning that key to open the door for you Right. You know, y'all, y'all podcast. I, I watch a lot of shows and, and go over real stuff. Nothing has ever offended me, and I don't think nothing y'all have did offended other people. But people don't like real. Right. People like fake. A lot of people like fake. So if y'all were feeding out fake energy, fake news, you know, I probably, I probably be watching you on 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 one of the mainstream sites right now. You and Brandon, the Who That Podcast. Right. But since y'all was so real, and like you said, you pro, y'all, you the pro-black show, that's got you, they like, well, should we or should we not open the door for these guys? Right. You
2: know what mm-hmm. I'm saying?
0: And to me, that ain't right because that's a lot of stuff. I, I've seen people get passed over that was better qualified. Mm-hmm. I've seen, I've seen uh, even for me, you know, I'm big in the sports, so... I, I, I've, I've been in spots where kids of mine was better, but they got looked over right. because such and such and such, his dad is this in this company, or his dad is a lawyer, or his dad is a doctor, or his right. dad put this much money in the boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah man, it's, it's crazy, man. And it's something we got to deal with. That's just like right now. You know, we, we got our feet in the door with this podcast, stuff, right? But I, I go, you know, and I always, and and you can ask Gail. I tell him, I said, man, we all gonna make it. Right. The Who That podcast, Jackson, we all gonna make it. We might not make it. We won't. We might be a little older, but I said we gonna make it because they cannot not like what we're doing Right. because everybody's being real. Right. You know. Ain't right. we? I mean, if 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 it had to, if they if I had to be fake to get on this and do it, I wouldn't do it. Right. You know, I wouldn't do it. So. Exactly. T- I, I tell you, you know, it's a big shout out to y'all because I ain't gonna lie. This podcast business is harder than what I thought. Even oh yeah. From that very, that very first show when me and Jeremy did the little practice run, he was like, "Man, Paco, we need your help." I like, we don't need Paco help. I take that down back. Yeah, we did because it's a lot harder <laughs> than you just getting on this screen and talking every week. It's a lot of, it's a lot of stuff you gotta, you know, you got your partner with Brandon, and I got mine. Paco, there's a lot of stuff that you got to talk on the phone during the week. Yeah. And gold yeah. and stuff um
1: There's um, a lot Camber, of people. Right? Know, yeah, it's like, a
0: lot of work, man. It's a
1: lot of like, like besides just even that, like you got to figure out your audience. You got to figure out where to place your podcast. I've placed our podcast in places that it wasn't supposed to be, and that's how I caught like negative lash. You know what I mean? Like, all oh, these yeah. guys are on here, and they've got blah 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 blah. Like. Like the the guy, the Popeye Slammer guy. We put him on the show so he could tell his side. We put a video together. Yeah. And, you know, I, I dropped that video in places where people didn't want to see that, you know. Yeah. But the, I felt yeah. like they needed to. So yeah. I took that hit for his. We talked that video we put together had 30,000 hits of the actual events of the Popeye Slamming. Like the woman kicking them and how they let her go. Like a lot of people don't know. They let her go outside of the building Where she was free to leave. They didn't like chase it looks like they chased her out of there. They had put her out. And she went back in and kicked them in the door frame and turned around and walked. And that's when they chased her out. It was when she when she opened the door and kicked them. Like that's all on the video. But nobody Mm -hmm. sees that.
0: Nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody see that. that. They don't and it it, and it's a shame, man. It's a shame that we still live in a world like that today. Um But the only way it's gonna get better, man, we gotta come together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and and that, that and that's us as as uh, you know you know yourself. Me and you both, we both got biracial kids, so we're not racing. But our race as a black people, we have to stop hating on one another when somebody is doing something good. Right. Right. I, I mean you, you we can't we can't get over the top. We can't get over the hump if we're gonna keep doing that. Right. You know just cause just cause my, my guy over here is doing some. Great, and I'm not that I shouldn't be hating on it. No, that should motivate you to do something better, you right. know. Going out, you know, getting intuitive with just stuff, uh, man. That's shit that people, some people want, they love to see us do. So, when we end all that, man, we come together. It, the, 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 the sky's the limit, you know what I'm saying? The sky right. be the limit, man. You just gotta quit hating on another person's success, especially us being, uh, well, we ain't young black men no more, but we black men. I see a lot among us. We gotta quit doing it, man. You cannot hate on your brother if he's doing something better than you. Let that motivate you to do something else better than he ain't doing. And congratulate him on the way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Congratulate him on the way. Everybody, everybody got a purpose on this earth. You know, we yeah. don't know what it is, but when you work hard and get somewhere, there it is. So just congratulate him. On the way. It ain't it ain't no use to hate. I
1: don't know if you've been paying attention here in town, here in Tennessee. We've got a, a local contractor. The you know, black man. He's he's putting in some like some high end, like like condo style homes. They're real nice looking. They're real trendy yeah. looking. People. Some people don't like the look because they don't like the new the new look and the upgraded stuff. But uh, he's putting them in. He's he's. I guess he's purchased. I might be wrong. Don't take me word for it. But I guess he's I, you I know purchased reason, up some land and he's putting some new developments in. Blase blah, and they don't like it because it's like five hundred thousand dollars. But like, you gotta understand this stuff here. Like the money they brought in here, as far as like people moving in, gentrification is just here. It's just what it's gonna be. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like my home, yeah. my home, I bought it for for eighty grand, and it's valued at three fifty now. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's that's just what's happening. That's change. And but I mean, what can you do to stop that? But what I'm getting at is a lot of people are hating on this man because he he purchased the land. I mean, it's an open market. He can do what he wants if he wants to build houses and put them at five hundred thousand. He might price them at five hundred thousand because then he's got wiggle room to bring them down to you know three hundred thousand or something. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You never know. But
2: yeah.
1: I mean, it won't be that big a difference. But what I'm getting at is you know we we can't hate on this man for for his business. If the houses don't sell, which they are gonna sell. People are gonna buy yeah, the houses. Go, that's yeah, gonna, that's gonna, gonna be a ball in neighborhood when it get done. Mm-hmm. You
0: know?
1: But I mean
0: go ahead. That ain't my bad. That ain't no different, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know the whole whole story because I don't live there no more. I kinda I read I read a little something but right. I was at work so I couldn't read while the while the line was going. Right, but right. You got people doing that in Nashville all day. All they day? go to East Nashville or they they go to the slum side of Nashville like Joe Joe Johnson used to be one of the worst parts of Nashville, if not the worst. Right. And you go over there now. It's all nice stuff. Yeah. You know some of you, some of your outskirts of Nashville like the, uh you know closer to Jefferson Street r- right. right over there 20 years ago and now right over there now. Right. You know so I mean if the land there is cheap. Why not buy and build over there? Right. I would wouldn't you?
2: <laughs> yeah. I you're going to make
0: your money back. It, it's all a money thing. Like, you go buy cheap land and you're going to get du- double, probably triple back what you paid for it in some years. Yeah. So, you know, but like, it go back to what I just said, Paco. You can't make everybody happy. That's so right. Everybody will be happy. You know,
2: That's it, right. it just is what
0: it is, man. And like, I I, I can't, I ain't going to go all the way into it because you know more than about it to be because I ain't read up on it. But right. when I do read up on it, you know, we, I call you have a discussion on it, but. That's just you can't make everybody happy. Right, happy. You knew somebody was probably gonna have a problem with
1: it. Yeah, so it's a, it's, a, it's it a it is, man. It Yeah, that's what it is. What, what you got next on the yeah. agenda though? What's, what's next on the
0: Hey agenda? man, next on the agenda is cows
1: Hold on,
2: let me, let me, let me save. get it up there. Hold on, here we go. All right, go ahead. We got Kyle. <laughs> the, T, the T is silent. That's how
0: you say it. The, yeah, T the T is T silent. Is silent. <laughs> hey, we gonna be that old style again, man. Play, you do. But anyway, man, <laughs> challenge of the week, man. Y'all know my challenge of the week, man. I always do the uh physical side of it, and I let Mister Gales do like the you know the motivational mental. But uh, my boy Mister who had to do that tonight. So mine this week, man, is I I want somebody I I want people to do some form of cardio every day, um, anywhere from 25 minutes to an hour. Some type of explosion, uh, uh, you know, explosion run, box jumping, burpees, uh, you know, explosion push ups, pull ups. Just keep your body going. Keep your body going. For 25 minutes to an hour man i preach 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 because i want everybody that i know and people that i don't know i want you to be in good shape because i want you to be around for a long time especially my people i'm close to that's all y'all so that's why i get these challenges a week. you really have to challenge yourself it ain't gonna be easy it's not even easy to me and i'm very active it's not easy for me but that's that's the fun of it that i like so that's my that's my challenge to everybody this week get you 20 to 25 minutes of some type of explosion I mean, 25 minutes to an hour or some type of explosion, cardio. And um, next week when you come back, chime in and tell me how your body feels. It's all you now, Paco. Okay. And um, I would say
1: I want everybody to find themselves a good body of water to go to. Don't take the kids. This is your time. I want you to find a body of water, and I just want you to put yourself in it. And just relax and meditate, either near or in that water. Don't don't take the kid, cause you know we all know. Like as much as we love seeing our kids happy and stuff, you take them to the water. You're on high alert. You're looking for them. You're doing all this and that. No, I want you to take your time. This is self care time for you to go sit by a body of water and just relax. Just listen to the water, take in it. Or if you, what I like to do, me personally is I'll do a float on my back. Jeremy has witnessed it. I took him to do this where I do a float on my back where I just float and just mm-hmm. just just float and just let it let the world happen around mm-hmm. me. And, you know, like he said, you want to do thirty minutes of that? Do thirty minutes of that. And just take that yep. time to be inside your own head, but not thinking or worrying about anything. Okay? And that's that's mine for the week.
0: And I'm glad you said that, man, because, like, even Gales, he tell me all the time, man, meditate. I got another friend of mine, be like, meditate, man, meditate.
2: Because, you know, you carry a lot of
0: stuff on you, but I walk around with a with, with a smile and stuff on my face all the time. I never let nobody know what I'm going through unless you real close to me. I probably won't let you know that. Right. So I'm a, I'm, I'm definitely going to take your advice and do that. Do Because that. I feel if I meditate and let, it, let a lot of stuff go, I feel a lot better. It won't be as tense as I am sometimes. But like I said, you'll never know it because I don't really show it. But I know it because right. I carry it around. It's so I'm amazing. glad that you gave that. I'm glad that you gave that challenge of a week because I'm gonna really accept that challenge and go do it. Maybe right. a couple of days because I might need a couple of days.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. I, so man, I, you go. Know? The best. I mean, the best body of what like me. I, I've got a, a older couple that I'm real good friends with, and I go to their house because you know they they absorb. The older you get, the more you absorb peace. Quiet. And mm-hmm. they don't have a bunch of kids running around, and so we just go and just chill, you know. Yeah. I called it, uh, I think I called it deck therapy. And Jeremy said, deck therapy. I said, Yeah, we're gonna go sit on the deck by the pool, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, and it was a wonderful thing, man. It was a wonderful thing,
0: yeah, man. Well, man, you know, that's gonna wrap it up for this week, man. Uh, I really, really, really appreciate you filling in for Mr. Gales as he's under the weather. Uh, I know he's going to bounce back, my brother. I called him twice this week, done got on his nerve, made him <laughs> laugh, bugged the crap out of him. He'll be back. You know, we'll be back Monday night. But whenever me and him can't be here, we always can count on you to fill in, man. I gladly appreciate that, bro. That's oh, the, yeah. that's the brother love and friendship that I'm talking about, man. Um, much love to you and your producing. Who that podcast shout out to Jasmine and T Talks and all that man because we 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 all need to stick together to get to where we're trying to go, you right. know. Absolutely. Um, you were the first when, when when I found out he couldn't do the show. I said, I told him, I said, I'm gonna call Paco and see if he can do it. As soon as I called, you you were gonna do it that night and last minute. And I was like, No, we'll wait, give it a day, we'll do it when you say cool. And you were there, man. That, that ain't nothing but love, bro. I appreciate it. If you ever need me to fill in on your show, uh, The Who That, I got you. I got you, man. Um, I enjoyed it tonight. I enjoyed it with you, man. And, oh, oh, for all our people out there who've been wondering about what Mr. Willie Kemp is, he sent me a post letter and told me to watch out because he's going to try to take over our show when we we don't even know it. So now I got to worry about this crazy-ass old country dude coming to interrupt the show. I don't know where he's at. I don't know where he's been at. So, but he sent me a postcard saying it was a postcard back. it was a postcard, it was a postcard <laughs> from the, the Buddhist out there in the bank, out there making his shine i don't right. know where the hell he is now i don't know where he at but he said he's coming back we gotta watch <laughs> out we gotta watch out
1: yeah well, well all right um thank you everybody for tuning in you know um thank you for having me guys i it, it, it keeps me kind of fresh. I've been off the mic for a little bit. We're making a comeback. I'm just trying to structure some of the shows a little bit, you know. I'm trying yeah, to get yeah, some yeah. Uh, some some you know higher profile guests and stuff like that, and yeah. we'll be back, man.
0: So yeah, man. Hey, man. Look to to the audience out there, man. Peace and love. Thank you all for watching. And every week, the support we love it. Don't just support our show. Go support the Who That Podcast. Go support T Talk. Go support No Cap. Uh, with my boy Brian Tanner, man, yeah, we man, all to reach out to trying me. to do, yeah, we all trying to do something big. We all trying to do something positive. We might not do everything that you like. Every week. we might not say everything that you like. Every week. we just know that we just keeping it real. But we do love you watching. We love the comments. I appreciate it. Keep it going. Peace of love. See y'all Monday night. Peace.